0: Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy, God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr Lauren.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am very excited to have Victoria Davis with us. Victoria's career began in the music industry after attending NYU's Music Business program. While attending school, her passion for health began while working at a renowned allergy-friendly bakery. This experience was the catalyst to her shifting her focus to a career in health and healing. In the years following, she experienced radical healing from Tourette syndrome, panic attacks, anxiety, depression, food intolerances, and feminine health concerns. Today, Victoria is a strategist for health and fitness businesses, and she's a speaker combining her experience as a health coach, certified sports nutritionist, personal trainer, and health conscious baker. She's also the author of the book Addicted to Health. She specializes in vision casting and program development for Christian health and fitness business owners for their clientele's unique needs. Welcome, Victoria. So excited to have you. Hi! Thanks for having me. I'm yeah, super happy, happy to be here. here. For sure. So, all right, let's start with your testimony. Tell us the story of how you came to know the Lord. Oh, man, that's always oh, such, such a fun story, story. and I, I always feel, feel like
2: Holy Spirit, Spirit kind of reminds me of different things as we talk through this. this. But um, <laughs> just, yeah, you know, I was definitely one of those kids raised in a Christian household and in a Christian school, but for me, it was super—my household was really amazing. It was just me and my dad— but if he he like I really understood what it was like to have a, you know a great relationship with Abba Father, but with like with Jesus and Holy Spirit, it wasn't something until later because my school uh was very you know it was very religious, so I kind of struggled with that performance mindset and so fast forward into my adulthood as i had i struggled with you know as you guys you've heard in my bio I had. A Tourette syndrome diagnosis as a kid, and then I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. and uh, in high school, and then I had all these food intolerances, and I didn't realize that those were sometimes connected with things like Tourette syndrome, et cetera. But mm-hmm. long story short, is I ended up um, experiencing Jesus for the first time, really and truly, um, in a way that I knew it was Him tangibly. When I got radically healed of uh, uh, several things, kind of back to back. I can share more on those if that's Yeah. What you guys, yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, like, you know, I had, you know, feminine cycle issues. My body just wasn't working properly. And that was kind of the craziest experience that I had. Um, he, I'll share that story really quick. I uh, was struggling with what to do. And, uh, I was, you know, going to my integrative practitioner and, uh, you know, doing blood work, trying to figure this stuff out. And, um, I thought it was just symptoms of overtraining. Um, but then I changed my diet. I stopped doing all these endurance racing and races and it didn't get any better. And so I didn't know what to do and I didn't want to be, this was in my twenties. I didn't want to be on a, uh, I don't know, any sort of supplement or medication for anything, right? I just wanted to, I I, I didn't really know what to do. And so I was at uh, a church service and it was more uncomfortable for me because it was definitely more like Holy Spirit led and I wasn't super familiar. And, but then I got, I just felt the guy that was there said, "There's there's a couple of women here who have been asking God for healing, and we're going to pray into that now um, for feminine issues." And this, and I knew that was me. So in that moment, my body, I could feel the heat, and I just had an encounter with the Lord, and it was just crazy. And I had never had that happen in that way. And what was really insane was about three days later, I met with a girlfriend. And she was going to her gynecologist actually that day because she was having issues. And I said, why don't we pray? Oh, and yes.
0: <laughs> <Good for laughs> so
2: you. we prayed. And she's like kind of looking at me like I'm funny. But I said, no, am I I haven't gotten, I haven't physically like seen a manifestation, but I know it's coming. I prayed I love for her. Love and it. then and it, so. it came
1: the next day. Yeah. So. See, and that was your step of faith, your absolute conviction that it was done even before you saw the manifestation. That is how you do it. I love it. That's so awesome. Yeah. So very, very cool. Okay. So, um, let's back up a little bit since your book is about being addicted to health. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about the journey leading up to that encounter with the Lord. What was that like for you? Yeah. So, um, I think being
2: connected to the book and the book topic, addicted (laughs) to health, uh, kind of back to what I was saying about my testimony with being performance-driven, um, that translated into health and wellness, right? So um, I got to, got into the health and wellness industry during my time in college and then afterwards um, because I had you know, Tourette's Syndrome and all these food intolerances, was trying to understand things. Um, but it became such an obsession Mm -hmm. that I would spend hours and hours researching things. And, um, while it's good to get information and knowledge, right. I mean, that's the industry you and I both work in. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it it became my identity. So I, you know, I would endurance race and train and like would feel, I beat myself up. So it's like basically orthorexia. If I didn't work out Every day or, and then I got so restrictive, um, that I became a really intense vegan because Because some of the food, food, yeah, some of the food tolerances that I had, I, I had to do an elimination diet and then I just went on these rabbit trails and then honestly, I would utilize scripture to kind of manipulate what I felt to be true and I was kind of ignoring what God actually said was right for me um and what his word was saying in general but yeah don't we all do that yeah we do we so do it's like oh this sounds great let me just supply this to my life in my way um <laughs> but yeah and so I just went down that rabbit trail of I was crazy crazy intense vegan um but people couldn't tell because I ate a lot of food right I would eat normal amounts of food but it was just like I was constantly inside my mind you know I, I'm not going to cheat and and, I use negative language around food and just I just got so obsessed with Mm. I know everything really Mm. like I really felt like that was the best possible solution and um, it just it started to overpower me because when I was doing health coaching on a large scale I mean everybody knew it so I felt like well if I if I'm not vegan anymore then that means I don't know what I'm talking about you know So so that's that's kind of
1: how the obsession started. Interesting. So it's like that identity layer was part of what made it hard for the Lord to get through to you is kind of what it sounds like. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, Yeah. Lauren,
1: it's exactly right.
2: I um, ended up, so what led to another Another part part of the the healing story was... was, I, my blood work was showing I was nutrient deficient mm-hmm. and that didn't make any sense to me because I knew what to supplement with. I knew what to eat. Like, right. Remember I had it all figured out. Oh so, <laughs> so, um, I, yeah. It, and it wasn't until I remember sitting in my house at the time in my, at my kitchen and God was like, why are you twisting what I'm saying? Like, I just felt in my mind, I knew it was him talking. He's like, why are you twisting what I'm saying? And why are you being so stubborn? Like, I love you. What are you doing? It's basically kind of summing up what I kept feeling like in my spirit, he was saying, and I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, I'm doing all the right things. And because my blood work kept coming back every three to four months, I would get it tested and nothing was changing. I had crazy fatigue. Um, it, It finally, when I said I surrender, uh, I felt like a tangible presence and I just like, I don't know. I just knew he was like, okay, now we can do this. So yeah, it basically, that obsession led to me realizing like, wow, I really put my identity in what I'm doing, yeah. you know? So yeah.
1: Totally. So then when you had that revelation, was that while you were at that Holy Spirit led service or was that before? No, that, that was, was before. before. <laughs> okay. okay. So then like what, when you got there, to, Kind of like big picture. My question is: Is how did you see your any sort of spiritual issues connected to your health issues? Is Aside, like, so the yeah. identity, was it mostly identity, or or was there more to it than that?
2: Yeah, yeah this is a really, really good, good question. question. So, so, first, first and, and foremost, foremost obviously, obviously, it was identity, but, identity, but there, there was a, a lot of. Um, that performance mindset like if I do these things God will love me more right there was a wound that I had that I didn't I didn't know that you could ask okay Holy Spirit help me find it and then Jesus since you paid for this let's go back and break off you know let's like show me how to get healing in this spot I didn't know you could do that so I was walking around with these wounds of okay I really feel like if I don't make it happen and, right, and I'm not in control, um, then yeah, there was, there was a, that deep seated wound of, I, I have to be in control. I'm afraid. So like a huge door open to fear. Um, and, and then the performance mindset was again, tied to everything. If you know, if you're in the health industry, you have to constantly you know, be researching you have to know everything and you have to keep your body a certain way. And so that was essentially all the deep seated, really demonic demonic stuff that that was keeping me in bondage.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Mm -hmm. from that point forward, so you had that major encounter with the Holy Spirit and you said that was for the feminine health concerns, but then you had Mm -hmm. all those other things too. So Mm -hmm. what was the process like of getting the rest of those rooted out of your life? Yeah, that's That's a really good good question. question. Um,
2: What it was first was okay. So I had kind of that individual, intimate kind of encounter with the Lord at home in my own way that I felt comfortable. uh, And He started showing me, like, bring, bring to me, you know, define me in my word. Like, what does my word actually say? And uh, don't like try to bring your agenda. Just let me redefine it. And so that's what I would do. I would sit with Him and just read scripture on stuff I didn't understand about health and wellness and food. And I would just journal and that was one step um, that I I was just trying to say, okay, let go, you know, show me the lies that I believe about you, about health, about food, about myself. Um, Then I went to that um, church service and, and had that encounter there and that was after. So I realized, okay, he has me on this journey. He wants to heal me no matter what because I, I really thought that I had to perform like I said for him to, to heal me which I knew logically but in my heart I didn't have that there that, that understanding so after that I just didn't care I was like, like and, you know what I, I give up the lies that I believe I really don't know anything about this God why don't you show me when I want to invite you in and partner with you and so once I did that then I I actually ended up going to for a year the supernatural it's called Supernatural School of Ministry. It was based in Austin, uh, Texas, and an I went Bethel? there.
1: Is that hmm. an offshoot of Bethel? It's,
2: it's part, part of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, I went. I went there, and I would. I what I really did that helped me was I went to you know inner healing ministry. I went to Sozos, and I had. Uh, I would sit with the Lord with someone that could help me really. You know figure out what the lies were and what the roots were of things and after that then it became this process of okay like now we kind of know what i've been believing that's not true and really what it was is about i i just wasn't connected with father god jesus and holy spirit i was keeping them at arm's length so really that's i think everything started because of Me trying to do things on my own, not asking for help, being afraid to ask for help, or that God was really a God of restriction and punishment,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and he never was. He never has been. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so much of of that, I think, of moving forward in whatever area where we're restricted, goes back to the way that we see the Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. understanding who he is and what his character is like and how much he loves us breaks open everything else. So, I yeah, that's totally great. agree. Absolutely. <laughs> that's great. So, all right. So this is a long journey for you. So along the way, what are some of the other obstacles that maybe he showed you that your other obstacles that you've faced that you've had to overcome? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think um, hmm.
2: I, I think, think one, one of the, the biggest, biggest things was believing that, 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 uh, Miracles still happen today, many ones and large ones. You know, I uh, didn't really know that I could partner with God to take authority and pray into a circumstance or declare things and stand on his word and actually um, co-labor with him. Like, I didn't understand. Like, Scripture says that, you know, we're co-laborers, we're co-heirs with Christ, we're seated in heavenly places, and I didn't really fully grasp that, like we have the power to take authority over the, the the things such as anxiety and stress and depression and just, you know, don't give it room. And that doesn't mean it'll disappear right away, but it, it's a process. And so for me, that was one of the big strongholds I had in my mind was, um, well, you know, I've got to, I, again I have to just beg and plead and ask God to heal me, otherwise it's not, you know, and if, if I don't get it then I don't deserve it. And so that again it's still, it's all connected to that performance and fear. So
1: that was a major stronghold that I had to overcome. Yep, yeah. Perfect love casts out fear for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love that verse. <laughs> So, and then now that you're into this vision casting and program development for Christian health and fitness businesses, what does that look like? How, how did God lead you from where you were to that? Yeah, that's a really fun journey. Um, honestly what that
2: was is because I, so the cool part is because he put me in a position to work for, uh, a nonprofit, uh, wellness umbrella group based out of Arizona, um, for several years where I had to essentially start at the bottom and, you know, get the education required. Um, and it started in, you know, health coaching off site, virtual, just get your feet wet. Um, that, that started because, it, you know, I was doing that and then I started taking over accounts and I would manage those accounts and come up with ideas and plans and strategies to implement wellness at all of these different companies statewide. Um, And they were so different, you know? And so I found that I absolutely need to be people-facing. I love being in people-facing work. It fills me up to partner with somebody else's dream or to help them have that light bulb moment of, no, I can do this. Um, I just need someone to believe in me and point me to my creator who can help me. And so because I I wasn't able to do that through a faith-based lens before, um, it – It was honestly something that I never thought I would get to do, but, uh, so I was doing that and then I ended up doing a few online interview series where I picked a topic, um, and contacted a bunch of experts to come and and invite them to speak on basically virtual summits. And, uh, I realized, wow, I really love this. And it was strange because the experts that I was talking to in their field, we were actually helping each other and realized, oh my gosh, okay, I can do this. You know, I can support people in how to grow their business in their niche. And then um, I I took myself down the journey of, okay, I'm just going to dive into health coaching. Mm -hmm. And I kept hitting my head against the wall because um, I'm I'm such a bigger picture person that one individual making lifestyle changes is fantastic, but I'm not called to that. And it would frustrate me because I felt like, I got to do more. I got it. So God was like, it's okay. You don't, you just, cause you have that certification mean you have to be there. Yeah, right. So, um, essentially what, what happened is I just started, you know, connecting with different local businesses. This is out when I was living in Arizona and, um, and it was really amazing to just start to see people, um, Getting, you know, I would be able to share my testimony a little bit and then, you know, just kind of word of mouth from that point, you know. And then it was weird how God would start to, uh, after I did those interview series, I built email lists and people would come out of the woodworks and say, Hey, I'm a Christian too. Like, how did you do this? You know, uh I'm a believer and I work in health and wellness, but I don't really know what to do. And, and I started to have conversations with them and realize, Oh my gosh. God, God we, we can do, do this, this together, together, right? And so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how helpful. that unfolded. Yeah, I love it. So it's it's really interesting at the, that at the beginning of your story, you had this idea that you felt like you knew it all, and then you had to lay that down. And then once you've done that and you started partnering with the Lord, he gave it back to you way bigger than it ever was before. I love it. Yeah, so that's, 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 that is that is such a good point. Because one thing, thing I had to, to do is to, do is to, 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 to make, make that
2: so, so tangible is i was charging a lot for my one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. and i was doing well but i kept i hated it at times i'll just be honest i was like this is not right and then god was showing me yeah you're falling back into old mindsets you're you know and and so he just basically said give it to me let it go and I thought no this is a large chunk of my income I'm not doing that so it was another journey of surrender if you can't tell I'm pretty stubborn Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and yeah like you said I had to totally let it go completely Mm -hmm. did not know what business was going to look like at that point I basically shut it down and closed down that LLC and uh I just trusted it was really scary but it was the best decision I ever made and it was so fun
1: Always is every time we trust the Lord, what we get in, in return is better than we could ever have imagined. <laughs> yeah. <is> so awesome. <laughs> yes. So, and then when you're like from the nutrition standpoint, especially given your background. When you're counseling people on nutrition, I assume that you like, or, you know, the the businesses from that larger standpoint, you bring all of your experience to it. And even if people don't have the background of believing in God or Christianity, they still hopefully can take what they hear from that and receive it and integrate that into a big whole picture, right? Oh, Oh, gosh. gosh. Yeah. And that's that's what the the other other thing thing is, God. God... I, I guess you probably agree with me on
2: this too. It's like just because someone's not a Christian doesn't mean I can't work with them. Because yeah. I went on that other mindset I never did before, and then God showed me you can invite me into this, but that doesn't mean you have to always say my name. I, I, when you show, when I show up, then people will open their hearts to me. So I realized that, and I'm actually one of my clients now. Um, it's fantastic. She believes in God. She's Jewish, um, but you know, it's just, so we, she openly. We talk about this stuff, and she should probably listen to this, but she, she and I know that, you know, I, I want to see her business grow, and she has her, her own belief system, and that's fine. So it's just been super fun to connect and help people step into the, the vision that's in their heart. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Very, very cool. So is there anything I have not asked you that you want to make sure that you share with our audience?
2: Oh no, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hit you with that one out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> I think I think one thing would be um, one of the questions that I get asked a lot, and I'm sure you get this too. In, in one way, um, I really got it in, in health coaching, but it's like, is there? People always ask us, you know, what's the best way to eat, or what's the best thing to do? You know, what's what should I do? What's the you know the number one? Like what's going to get me there the quickest or I don't know. I always get that. Like what's the thing, you know, and um, I always, the one thing I, cause I had to learn this and I'm sure you have to, but it's, you have to take your, your, your dreams, your goals, your vision for your health um, to the Lord and sit with him to come up with a plan. Like he wants to, to meet you and he wants you to take action, but he's not hiding his will for you or what's right, you know what I mean? And and like, here's a list of five options. So if you don't pick it exactly right, or if you don't follow this plan exactly to the T, then you've missed it, right? And I think a lot of times when we're trying to do, make changes with our health, we get really scared or we don't know what to do. And we give up because there's too much misinformation. Somebody else is saying, this is what you have to do. And while there's truth in listening to experts, like, I mean, Preaching sure the choir here, um, you and I would would we, we love to guide people, but at the same time, it's ask the Lord: Is that the next step for me in this season right now? Is this really going to to help me get that breakthrough, or, or do I just need to step back, or, or do I need to take two steps further? But I think it's just encouraging people to actually invite Him in. To the process.
1: Yep, absolutely. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and teach you. That's what really you Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, awesome. So, where can people go to find out more about it?
2: um People can go to my, my website, it's actually twofold. It's just my name, VictoriaP.Davis.com or just healthaddictionfree.com, and that will bring up everything.
1: Awesome. All right, so I will link to those in the show notes. And thank you so much, Victoria, for your time. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate all of your wisdom and your fantastic testimony. Thank Thank you, Dr. Dr. Lauren. It was great great to be here. here.
0: Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren DeVille. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you.